Welcome to the Cup of Cat podcast. My name is Cat, and yes, I am another 20 something year old who thinks podcasting is a good idea. We're all navigating this insane life together, and I want to be able to share my experience with you as well as have conversations with others in hopes to create a space of positivity, learning, and growing together. I also want to use this as an opportunity to hold myself accountable for the things that I'm doing. I feel like your 20s are such a time of change and so many things are going on at the same time. So I actually want to stick to the things that I want to do and I want to report back to you and let you know how they're going. So if that all sounds good, grab a cup of whatever makes you feel good and enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you are having an absolutely beautiful day so far. I most certainly am having a wonderful day. I went and had a look at some of the analytics for the show and I'm absolutely blown away. I'm so, so, so grateful for every single one of you who have gone and listened to the episodes. This really is a passion project for me and I really haven't done much in terms of putting it out there besides telling a couple of friends and for all my friends and family who are listening to the podcast. Thank you. I love you so much. I'm so very grateful for you. But to see in the analytics that there are people around the world listening It's just crazy because, you know, it's people that I've never met, people that in any other circumstance I would have never had the opportunity to speak to or connect with. It's kind of just like a really nice reminder of why I wanted to start this podcast and why I wanted to speak to people in the first place is just to get an opportunity to chat and be heard by people that aren't necessarily directly in front of me. I think working from home, there's not really a lot of opportunity for connection. And I don't know, it's just, it's very special. So thank you so much. And I'm just so very, very grateful. I mean, I had a look and I think I've got like 111 downloads already, which (laughs) I don't even have 111 friends. I don't even think I have 11 friends. So Again, thank you. I'm so grateful and I cannot wait to just continue this journey and see where it goes and grow organically with you guys and just try be my authentic self and hopefully along the way that helps someone or provides entertainment to someone or just, I don't know, makes you feel a little less lonely in the world. So today what I wanted to talk about is Something that I was completely unaware of for most of my life, and that is anxiety. And I, looking back on it in retrospect, have had anxiety my entire life. If I look back at all of the circumstances in my life and I go back and I go, why did I behave that way? Why was I like that? Why was my personality in that kind of a structure? Why did I behave a certain way in social situations? It was anxiety. And I only realized probably when I was like 19 that I probably had anxiety. (laughs) I just kind of went through life and I just existed and I didn't really think about anything to do with mental health or really myself a lot. And I think that was because I have a long history of being a chronic people pleaser and that kind of got me into a lot of situations where I really didn't want to be and so I people pleased my way out of those situations and just kind of fumbled my way through life in terms of a emotional maturity kind of way and it really took me 
a long time to figure out and admit to myself that I actually did have anxiety. But then it took me even longer to figure out how to do something about it. What am I supposed to be doing? How am I supposed to be figuring this out? And a lot of the times, a lot of the solutions were not things that I could really do. I I, I mean, I wasn't going to go pay money to doctors to gaslight me and to tell me that everything's fine and that there's nothing wrong with me and that I should probably just, you know, like lose weight or stop being fat or stopping a woman or something ridiculous. And so I lost a lot of faith in like the sort of just going to like traditional medical people, but just because I felt like I was pretty invalidated and mental health is also like pretty stigmatized. And uh, growing up, I didn't really hear anything about it. And only when I started really getting into my 20s, and doing a lot of investigation for myself and I suppose there's a big sort of boom of mental health awareness and social media where I was like oh <laughs> this totally makes sense I understand this and since I've started this sort of health journey of mine in the last two years where I've been really taking care of myself taking care of my body going to the gym often eating as healthy as I possibly can, while still enjoying my life it's calmed down significantly but before that I really didn't have a way to cope with my anxiety that was healthy. And that wasn't until I started going inward and really reflecting on why I'm feeling this way and really doing sort of deep inner work to like figure it out. Like, where did this come from? How did it happen? And has it been like this the whole time? And really going back and reflecting on a lot of social situations in myself and how I behaved growing up and going, oh, that makes a lot of sense. That was very much driven by serious amounts of anxiety and trying to compensate in lots of other ways. I maybe came off as like very confident in the past or very extroverted in the past. And I realized that like, maybe I'm not the most extroverted person. Maybe I don't actually like being out in social situations all that much. And then I came to the conclusion that no, I, I must be an introvert. I obviously have misconstrued who I am as a person and I'm definitely an introvert. And then I kind of held on to that for a really long time before I realized I am an extrovert. And I was just doing it the wrong way. I was presenting myself in the wrong way. And it was an inauthentic way of presenting myself to the outside world through this whole sort of people-pleasing lens that I was looking through. But in this sort of introverted period that I went through, I did a lot of self-discovery. I did a lot of reflecting. And one of the things that helped me immensely was meditating. Now, I'm not here to tell you that like you should start meditating or that I am the meditating master guru lady who's going to change your whole entire life. But if you kind of just think about it and you think about what meditating is, it's just like sitting down quietly for a little bit and breathing. That's all you got to do. And you don't have to be some hippie, you know, you don't have to go and join a cult somewhere in the middle of the mountains because you meditate. It's literally just sitting quietly with your thoughts and taking a deep breath. And I realized how often I wasn't doing that. I am a very high energy person. I used to be someone who was always on the go. I never had time for myself, my thoughts who I really was on the inside because I was so busy projecting outwards this image 
that I wanted the world to see as a people pleaser. I never took a second to sit back and go, wait, actually, who am I? What do I want? What do I like? And and really do some self-discovery of who I am and what I wanted to present to the world in a way that was authentic, that I didn't have regrets afterwards. Now, don't get me wrong. I still sometimes find myself, you know, with those old tendencies coming up where I am in a stressful situation and I do kind of feel that mask coming up a little bit, that behavior coming up a little bit, that over-the-top version of myself that I somehow think is a better version of who I actually am. And that is something that I'm working on. And it's going to take a while because it's my whole entire life's worth of programming that I'm trying to get rid of. But meditation is something that really, really, really helps me get through it, process my thoughts and manage that anxiety a lot better. So I've got a simple way that I started learning how to meditate, and this of course is not the way, I don't, I don't know how to teach someone how to meditate, but I'm going to tell you how I learned how to do it. Because sometimes you're not necessarily able to go for a run, you're not able to go to the gym, and your mental health is in the pits, you don't know what to do, you're not feeling great. There could be a number of reasons why you've got anxiety and you're just, you know, feeling just not your absolute best. And when you are completely out of control like that, where you can't, you don't have control of your schedule, so you can't do the things that you want to do, or you don't have control of your budget, so you can't eat the way you want to eat or treat yourself the way you deserve to treat yourself or anything like that. Meditation is such an easy and simple way to help yourself and to feel better about yourself in your own body by literally doing nothing. And it's such a strange concept (laughs) to say like, hey, you can do absolutely nothing and you can feel a little bit better, but it's true. And so again, not a guru, not like (laughs) just a regular person living my regular life, but I want to tell you sort of how I got into it and what helped me along the way grow my meditation practice, make it a lot easier for me to slip into meditation without that resistance in my mind, those spiraling thoughts, things like that. So one of the first things that I learned how to do was to just feel myself in my body, which if you are somebody who is very extroverted or, you know, masks a lot or you know present yourself in a different way for example I was in sales so I'm always putting on a front I was always a different person I completely lost connection with my body I completely disassociated from my body so the first thing I did was get in touch with my body and that is literally just sitting still and starting right at the bottom of your body or you can stop right at the top of your head and just feel feel your toes feel them feel the blood in them. If you really sit and concentrate, you can feel your circulation in your body. I mean, when was the last time you've actually felt yourself circulating without checking your blood pressure or pressing a certain point? You can do it. Try it in your fingers. Your fingers is probably the easiest thing that you could do is if you put your hand on your desk and you just close your eyes, just draw your attention to your fingers and you can feel the pulse in your hands. So try do that from the very bottom of your body, from your toes. Work your way up through your legs, you know, I apologize if there's noise going on in the background. There is drilling happening in my apartment building at the moment. So, 
<laughs> we're letting go of perfect okay so anyway, you work your way all the way up your body feel your stomach feel your gut feel you know all the, the things that are going on in there I mean there's always movement happening in there all the way up to your shoulders and while you're sitting and you're just feeling yourself in your body while you're working your way up all the way to the top of your head or from the head all the way to the toes actively relax those muscles just relax that there's always tension in your shoulders relax your shoulders the tension in your jaw I mean there's the whole crazy about face yoga going on at the moment and it really is just you don't realize how much stress you've got in your face so as you're feeling yourself just relax every muscle in your body and feel the blood flowing through your body and just be you know, and that also helps because if you've drawn your attention to your body and you draw your attention to your muscles relaxing, all of that, it stops your mind from running. Now, the goal of meditation isn't to just stop thinking completely and clear your mind and have a blank, empty spot in your head. That is not realistic. It doesn't exist. And whoever says that you can have an absolutely clear mind is a liar. <laughs> unless they've been doing this for like years and years and years and years and years. I don't, I don't know. Again, I'm not a guru. I actually know nothing about anything, but this is just stuff that really helps me. And so thinking about, you know, relaxing every single muscle keeps your mind busy. And just do that. Just do that for 10 minutes. That's all you need to do. Just do that. Put a timer on your phone so you're not worried about how much time you're wasting. You know, sometimes I get time anxiety. So I'm sitting here. I'm trying to concentrate. I'm like, oh, this must have been 10 minutes already. And I look at my phone and it's only been two minutes. And so that gives me anxiety. So if you've set a timer on your phone, just sort of leave it there. And you know that you can relax in that window without having to worry about any time whatsoever. Now, going back to the thoughts, meditation is not about being silent in your mind. When you get a thought that pops into your head, I am someone who always, my mind is never quiet. I am someone who hears my thoughts. Uh, when I'm reading, I read basically out loud. There's always a voice in my head. I am not a, I don't know, there's like two types of people. There's someone who has a voice who reads and then there's like other people who have like a quiet mind. Not me. I'm not that person. And so, what I found was really helpful was whenever something popped into my head that I didn't necessarily want to be there, I would be like, okay, listen, I've got 10 minutes right now. <laughs> Come back in 10 minutes time thoughts and I'll deal with you then. And that's not just pushing it aside and forgetting about it. That was just, it's, it's the practice of going, oh, I've caught myself wandering off. I've caught my mind wandering off. Bring it back to whatever you're concentrating on your body, your breathing, your relaxing of your muscles, bring it back to that. And I found that by doing that, it really helped me in the real world. Whenever anxiety would come up, a thought would come up, my mind would start racing where I could just go, hold on, <laughs> I'm busy doing something else right now. I don't need to think about you right now. I'll think about you in 10 minutes. I'll think about you in 20 minutes. I'll think about you when this task that I'm currently doing is over. And then we can stress about it, okay? And so practicing that when I'm meditating helped me to deal with the anxiety that comes up. Meditating has not fixed my anxiety. It's not cured me. I'm not here to say like, oh, by the way, I'm about to solve all of your life problems. I'm not. It's just one of the things that I've found that I've put into my toolkit that has helped me in other situations in life.
Now, when you meditate, it's completely up to you. Whenever you have a spare moment, whenever you feel that you're in a place where you can actually just take some time out of your day, whenever, do it in the morning after you wake up, do it in the evenings before you go to bed, do it when you get home from the gym or before you go to a yoga session or whatever, whatever you're doing. Whenever you have a period of your day when you've got some free time, do that. And don't tell me you don't have 10 minutes. Don't do that. Like you've got 10 minutes. There's 24 hours in the day. There is 10 minutes that you can have for yourself in this life. I mean, the least that you can do for yourself is give yourself 10 minutes. Even if it's while you're in the shower or while you're on the toilet, there has to be a time where you are right by yourself and you can just take a deep breath and relax. Maybe not while you're on the toilet. I don't know how much deep breathing you want to be doing on there. But what I'm saying is that you owe it to yourself to take some time out of your day and just sit with your thoughts and sit with your feelings and reflect. Once you've gotten the practice of just sitting down and breathing, you know, bringing attention to your body, just following your breath, following your pulse, whatever you can feel that's going on. Once you've gotten used to doing that, and I don't know how long it takes. Again, this is not a course on meditating, <laughs> but it will get easier. And once you've found that you've sort of slipping into that relaxed state much faster, then you can start doing other stuff in your meditation. I don't think that meditation is supposed to be necessarily just for chilling out, you know, just doing nothing. Although it's a really good place to start, once you have the ability to meditate and really get into that state of mind, that's a really good time to set your goals and set your intentions. Think about things that you need to solve, problems in your life that you need to solve, maybe situations that you need to think on and reflect on. When you've got that really quiet time for yourself, you'll find that a lot of your solutions will come to you when you've got really nothing else on your mind. Have you ever noticed that when you're showering, you get a whole bunch of ideas come through or, you know, maybe you have a situation at work that you've been dealing with and you, you don't know how to get past a certain point and you're struggling with ideas to come up with or anything. And you're in the shower and you're just kind of mindlessly washing your body. You know, you're in a calm, relaxed state. Your body is busy because you're, you know, your hands are moving, you're in the shower, you're enjoying yourself, but your mind is sort of concentrating on your body and not what is going on around you, you'll find a lot of solutions come to you in that state. And so for me, that's kind of what meditating is. It's getting into that state and then using that state as a tool to problem solve some things that are going on in your life. I really like to meditate in the morning. I like to wake up. I like to just kind of take some time for myself to breathe, get ready for the day, just, you know, before my head gets filled up with all the tasks that I need to do. I also like before I go to bed, just laying and doing some deep breathing, clearing my head from all the things that I've been absorbing throughout the day. <laughs> Maybe I was scrolling on social media before bed. You know, I don't really want that to be going into my head before I go to sleep. And so I will just kind of close my eyes and I'll lay in bed. And for 10 minutes before I go to sleep, I'll just kind of think about my day, think about the things that I'm grateful for and go to bed. And so I'm programming my subconscious mind to think about the good things before I go to sleep so that when I wake up in the morning I'm fresh and I'm starting on a blank slate and I'm starting the day 
you know, in my opinion, in a really good way. So I don't, I don't know if this is helpful. <laughs> it's just one of those things where when I was really busy, when I wasn't taking my fitness very seriously, in fact, not at all, when I wasn't taking my eating very seriously, I was working a really stressful job, a really busy job, a job where I was customer facing all the time, where I'd kind of lost my identity and I felt a little bit hopeless. My anxiety was taking a control over my life. Meditating was something that I found helped me gain a little bit of control and improve my life ever so slightly and give me the tools that I needed to get through the day, get through the week, get through the month. And I think for anybody else who's in that situation or they feel that way, sitting down for 10 minutes, taking 10 minutes out of your day and using that for yourself, for a little bit of self-care, for getting in touch with your body, getting in touch with your thoughts. That's the best form of self-care that I can think of. And it doesn't cost you any money. And if it's important to you, which, you know, you should be important to yourself, then it's definitely well worth doing. So to summarize, take 10 minutes, put it on your phone, sit down quietly with yourself and relax every single muscle in your body and go from your head to your toes or from your toes to your head. <laughs> just relax every single one of those muscles. And while you're doing that, try and just feel what it feels like to be in your skin. Do that. Just, just do that. <laughs> It'll improve your life significantly if you're not doing something like that already. It'll improve your mental health significantly. And then once you have gotten into the practice of doing that, you're able to meditate really easily. You're able to get into a very relaxed state of mind easily. Go for a little longer. See how long you can go for. Some people like 20 minutes. I think 20 minutes is like the sweet spot, but 10 minutes is perfect. Any time that you give for yourself is perfect. Then once you have gotten to that comfortable place, figure some stuff out. Think about some stuff. Why did you have that feeling the other day when you were in a certain situation? Why did you get triggered by a particular thing? Use this to work on yourself, you know? I guarantee you, you're going to come out on the other side better, feeling great, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope I don't sound like I'm trying to convince you of something, trying to get you to start you know, a cult with me, <laughs> trying to get you to join my religion. I'm just, you know, moving through this life, figuring some things out, finding what works for me and passing that knowledge on. If it's not for you, it's not for you. If it is in any way, shape or form able to help you, then that's, that's the whole goal here. So thank you once again. I'm so very grateful for you. Oh my gosh, just shout out to the international people out there who are listening to little old me sitting in my little apartment in South Africa. And also just thank you to all my friends and family who have been listening so far. Episode nine, I can't believe it. Let's keep going <laughs> 111 people have downloaded the podcast so far it's amazing absolutely incredible thank you thank you thank you i hope you have an amazing rest of your day rest of your week rest of your month whenever 
I love you so very much and I will chat to you soon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and listen to what I have to say and listen to my podcast. I really appreciate that. I love you so very, very much. If you liked what you listened to, please give me a five-star rating or a thumbs up on whatever platform you're listening to. And if you'd like to support this podcast, please consider subscribing or following again on whatever platform you're listening to. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll chat to you soon. 